COVID-19 has provided banks with the perfect opportunity to re-evaluate their operations. Today, I'm discussing this topic with Vikas Srivastava from FX technology provider Integral. What are the main challenges that banks are facing at the moment? Yes, Sunny, I always like to start with what the business objectives are of uh, the people we are talking about. So for banks, the first foremost objective has been forever that they have got to keep competing and winning in their target markets. They need to keep increasing their market share as well as their profitability. Now, this has always been the case, you know, before COVID and it remains the same, you know, post COVID. I mean, in fact, before this crisis, FX markets have been undergoing a bit of doldrums in part due to historically low global interest rates. And as in most asset classes, volatility is viewed rather favorably, I would say, by folks on the trading floor. And that's because whenever the volatility goes up, it means there is more business and more business generally means more profits. So nothing has changed for that objective, right? Our first objective. The second objective is that banks also need to minimize their market risk, their regulatory risk and technology risk among others. And that is necessary so that they can, you know, not only sustain, but grow their businesses. So in my view, achieving these two objectives, right? I mean, maximizing your market share and profitability as, as the first one and uh, minimizing your risk as the second one. I think achieving these two objectives have become a lot harder in recent times. So allow me to go a bit deeper into that. So one of the things that all of our clients tell us is that their clients, right? They continue to demand increasing sophistication in the services that they get from their banks. And that is so that the clients of banks expect that the banks would help those customers with their own needs of automating their processes and achieving best execution. Second, if you look at last few years, the regulatory and compliance burden on trading businesses, it keeps increasing. So for example, in FX business, we have had Dodd-Frank, we have had Mifid2, and global code. And these have all had pretty large impacts on the businesses. Thirdly, you know, market structure itself has changed over the years and uh, it just keeps changing as a result of electronification of the business, as a result of regulations, as a result of some would say generational changes. And one of the results of that and why I brought a market risk as one of the sort of issues is that the market risk taking capabilities at banks has been significantly reduced. So the days when, you know, in the old times when a client could call up their banker on, you know, late on a Friday, maybe even after the markets are closed and do a big risk transfer trade, those days are just gone. There is just isn't the ability to run large risk books at most banks. The next point is that speed has become everything, right? To speed to market, meaning that Whatever you need to do to meet the requirements, the speed at which it needs to be done has become, I would say, existential. And thereby, the cost of failure of a big in-house tech project, I would say, has really gone through the roof. Finally, you've got to do all that, but the budgets to do all this just keeps going down. So what I would say, in summary, is that 
everyone has to do a lot more to keep their customers and the regulators and other stakeholders happy. But there just isn't enough money or enough time because everything needs to be done yesterday. Now, what has changed in the recent months on top of all of this is this the massive disruptions caused by the virus in how we all work and operate. In fact, I think the current crisis has brought all these challenges to the fore, making all these challenges a lot more challenging. To meet all these challenges, I guess it's time for banks to evaluate their strategy. But why would you say now is the right time for banks? Personally, I would say it has been the right time for a while. What COVID-19 has done is to shine a bright light on legacy business strategies and legacy technology strategies that just don't work anymore. Now, what has happened in this crisis is that not only do the bankers have to work from home, they have to work much, much harder to acquire and serve their customers. I mean, if you think it's hard talking to a customer in the middle of a loud and busy trading floor, imagine how much harder it is to you know, have the same conversation with your customer on a video chat while your dog is barking and your kids are screaming. I think we all can relate to that. Now, even before this crisis, for banks to be able to serve their customers, whether it is electronically or via voice, it meant that they needed access to top tier tech that automated everything from price making to distributing prices to risk management. On top of that, what has happened now is that they need to seamlessly access the tech that automates their workflow, you know, while working as a distributed workforce from home. You still need to maintain the quality of your service and deal with all the new processes and changes both on your side as well as on your customer side, because customers are also working from home, many, many of them, and the way they work and the way they trade, the way they deal with their bankers, that has changed, right? Now, it used to be that uh, in the pre-crisis times that people worked in an office where bankers used to call out to each other, their coworkers, you know, whenever they want (laughs) and, and ask for what they need. But now you need access to all kinds of information and reports and you need it all on the fingertips, you know, right on your little laptop or whatever, you know, (laughs) technology you have at home. And and, and so what we find, you know, from the point of view of what Integral sees from our clients is that they say, hey, can you not only have this technology that allows us to work from home, but can you automate a bunch of these reports and send it? not only to me, but a bunch of these other people on an hourly basis so that way I don't have to be glued to my screen and worrying that something will happen in the market and I don't know what to do about that. See, the thing is, Sunny, that nobody is giving you a free pass, even when there is a global pandemic going on in terms of how you have to run your business and how we have to service your customers. So now you asked that, why is it the right time? So now that everybody is working in a remote distributed fashion and they can't get the technology or or operations to work, then clearly there is an issue. Also, other than just the technology, if you think that if you're the way you used to do business, it all relied on personal relationships and in-person meetings, then obviously that's not working right now, right? We all need to find and communicate to our customers differently. And, you know, I would say there is just more digital everything 
that is needed now more than ever before. And we are all adjusting to that as we go along every day, every week. I mean, let's, let's be honest, right? Uh, this digital transformation, this word digital transformation has been a goal for a long time. It's just that it was perhaps never as urgent as it is right now. So why it is the right time? Because you just have to rely on many, many more digital processes. So it's not just the trading workflow that needs to be automated and digital, but the need for digital goes all the way up the chain to how you sell, how do you do marketing, and across to your front, back, and middle office to make sure that you are continuing to be operationally efficient, and then you continue to serve your customers and continue to win in your markets. What strategy do you think would be the ideal strategy and way forward? Well, one of the things that this crisis has done is to take away questions around what the right way forward is. I think the answer is very, very clear. There is no doubt that the only thing that works is a cloud computing technology because there simply isn't any other way to thread this needle, right? So what is this needle I'm talking about? I mean, you need to have the upgraded technology and automated workflow in order to continue to compete. You don't have big budgets and you don't have any luxury of time. And to do all that, right, with legacy technology infrastructure that uses on-premise software, it's just not possible. So how does one rely on on-premise software when you can't actually be on-premise? What do you do? You, you go and you acquire technology that's based on cloud computing because cloud computing, it not only offers a high level of advanced functionality, it also offers you systems that actually work perfectly remotely, which is what you need when you have a distributed workforce working from home. The important thing I would add about cloud is that with the right technology provider, it means that you don't actually need to make any compromises to the quality of your service just because uh, you need to work remotely or you need to meet your customers' needs. And it applies to the technology stacks, I would say, across the bank, from marketing, sales, uh, to the trading technology, really everything else. So we talked about cloud, but what tech and what other tech solutions do you see as playing important parts in the restructure outside of just the cloud structure, but if we narrow it down a little bit more? Right. So let's keep this question to trading floors and you know sales and trading part of a bank's business. So everything from how you communicate. I mean, you see a lot more video chats going on these days, whichever technology they use than ever before. So how you communicate, you know, how you market. There is a lot more digital marketing going on in terms of how you communicate your value proposition and continue to increase your bank's perception in the mind of the customers. You know, sales automation in terms of how you prospect and acquire new customers. And of course, the trading technology that one needs to support their business, spanning all the asset classes. So let's further narrow it and talk about FX trading, foreign exchange trading, as an example. 
the structure of technology that we're talking about is the entire stack one needs for dealing with your customer, right? Again, you're, whether you're dealing with a customer on an electronic channel or a voice channel, so everything from custom electronic pricing tools to technology that allows you to distribute those prices via all kinds of channels to reach the customers wherever they are, to be able to automatically manage the risk that comes from dealing with your customers. It also a lot more rules-based risk management, you know, automated risk management, a lot more intelligence that is built into your technology and how you manage the risk. And finally, I would say a lot more big data and, and data science that is based on that. The analytics that allows you to know both on a real-time basis and statistically what is going well and what's not going well so that you continue to optimize your business and have continuous improvement in the quality of your service. The last thing I would say is that having the cloud technology underlie all of these systems, it allows you to configure your services in all kinds of ways, in all kinds of places to meet your exact needs and expectations without having to compromise. The last question, I guess normal is kind of up in the air at the moment, what normal means. But do you think banking will ever return to normal? Well, there will be a normal, but I think it would look very different from the old normal. You know, for example, I think you will see a continuation of having more distributed workforces, meaning that, you know, once we have seen that people with the right technology, the right process, you in fact can have a productive workforce without having to have everybody you know, in a concentrated in a small office or even a big office, I think you will find that uh, a number of people will continue to be productive even while working remotely. I mean, we have already seen in a number of tech companies in, in Silicon Valley where they have announced that they are okay with people working from home permanently. So, you know, banks, I think, wouldn't be like that, but you would see more of remote working and working from home than we used to have. Now, when that happens, you will also see a greater need for automated workflows. I mean, I would say that you would see increased automation really across the board, across the banking processes and different parts of a bank's business. I mean, I do hope that sometime soon we can all travel freely and meet our clients and partners in person. But in my view, I think there will be some long-lasting changes. This is the biggest black swan event in all of our lifetimes when the whole world came to a stop. It's bigger than anything, I mean, at least I have seen. And we have seen all kinds of crises even in the last 20 years. Perhaps as a community, we will realize that we don't have to be on top of each other to work or to rely solely on doing business when you have to meet people face to face and speak to them face to face. Of course, relationship and working together is important. I don't think that will change, but I do think how we build relationships and how we work together will change.